bitch radio plus audio smut equals short stacks. Short and sexy musings inspired by bitch's latest issue. The winter issue of bitch is about frontiers. This short stack is about robots, or more specifically, and even better, sex robots. There are two kinds of sex robots, real and imaginary. Imaginary sex robots are culturally imagined human-like machines that are fully functional in the domain of coitus. You are fully functional, aren't you? Of course, but... How fully? In every way, of course. I am programmed in multiple techniques. Data from Star Trek. A broad is an example. variety of pleasuring. Oh, you jewel. They're the robots we see in stories, films, and television shows who are sex machines or just robots that have sexual relationships. Real sex robots are the technologies that are currently being developed to help us have more sex and better sex. Actually, the question of whether sex robots exist or not is a more um, uh, sort of nuanced one than I think most people realize. It's more controversial. Meet Laura G. Duncan. She is a medical anthropologist. Like my, my, sort of my intellectual home. Who studies how technology has been used since its inception to help us have better sex, from vibrators to pills to sex robots. Lately, she's been doing a talk about how the popular imagination constructs sexual technology. Sex robots. Her talk is called, Hey, where's my robot girlfriend? So the good news is that the parts of your robot girlfriend are already here. They already exist. Um, unfortunately, sort of a fully assembled sex robot like we see in the movies, like, you know, Battlestar Galactica or those like quintessential 60s sci-fi fembots, those are still outside the grasp of our technology. But people are working on things like robots that look perfectly lifelike or how to design an artificial vocal cord, all those really important little things that would allow us to eventually relate emotionally and erotically to a machine. Um, and that's actually sort of one of the things that I love to ask in my research is sort of not only when are we going to have a sex robot like, you know, Lieutenant Data from Star Trek, a robot that looks exactly like a human and, you know, we find hot and want to have sex with, um, is that, what does that even mean? What would that even look like? Um, the cultural imagination, believe it or not, has a huge impact on how technologies end up being developed. Sex robots in pop culture tend to be portrayed as, is like an idealized human, which is why I think looking at these representations of robots can tell us a lot about like what our society you know, privileges about the body and about sex and relationships. Exemplar 1. Six from Battlestar Galactica. Are you alive? Tall, blonde, yes. gorgeous breasts. Perfect. Has an ongoing relationship with one of the main male characters. Exemplar two. Seven of nine from Star Trek Voyager. Women sometimes require a pretext for being intimate with one another. Tall, blonde, skin tight jumpsuit. Resistance. Is Similarly impressive, frontal region. Exemplar three. Gigolo Joe from AI. You never want a real man. Played by Jude Law. Again. Need I say more? His primary purpose is to give pleasure and can transform accordingly 
His hair color and accent. Technology is really portrayed as this sort of radical, brave new world of sexual exploration, that this is the future. Um, but when you, when you take a second look, it's really still constrained by the same stereotypes and the same social norms and power differentials that exist in the sort of quote-unquote real world. Um, and so if you think about, like take a moment to think about in pop culture, what robots do we see having sex? Um, and of course, the quintessential like science fiction fembots. They're almost always portrayed, interestingly enough, as not only female, but as heterosexual, which is so funny to me. Um, because all of the reasons that people give for why sexual orientation exists, you know, it's nature or nurture, don't apply to robots. You know, robots don't have a nature or a nurture, um, but they're still portrayed as almost always heterosexual. So the bodies of these sex robots are normally white. They're normally very conventionally attractive, very slender. Um, they're not just able-bodied, but they're like super able-bodied. Um, so while the technology may be radical, the aesthetics still really aren't. Unfortunately, the like excitement about radical technology hasn't really been applied to the excitement about like radical reimaginings of partnerships or gender identity or sexual behaviors, um, which is one of the reasons I find sexual technology so exciting is that you can think about, use it to think about these things in very radical, exciting ways. There is an opportunity for sexual technologies of all kinds to appeal to a wider diversity of bodies, pleasure, and sexual orientations. So, get imagining. What would your ideal sex robot be like? This short stack is lovingly produced by Audiosmut for Bitch Radio, expanding concepts of gender by talking about sexy things inspired by Bitch's latest. <laughs>